0: We have been going uh, through the vision over the course of this month, and I'm sorry you've had me at every service uh, for most of September, um, but this is, this is the last one. Hooray! Some people cry. Um, it's okay. Um, i forgive you later. Um, we have been going through this really uh, simple vision to be a church on the way. Um, can you just put the mouse onto the slide so that it's blue? Excellent. Um, So we've been looking at this simple uh, vision, uh, a church on the way, and it's based on Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life, with a whole load of other kind of stuff as well, including being on the Cotswold Way. Um, And it's got these three elements to it, following, growing, and going. And we have been uh, kind of looking at the growing bit in terms of five habits over this last few weeks and uh, in case uh, you haven't got your head around the following bit yet uh, we've had the first session of Alpha which was fantastic on Wednesday that's why I'm here and I was there for the first little bit people were complaining that they couldn't get into the room um, how good is that? what a fantastic problem that Alpha is looking like it might be too big to be in the upper room hooray! Um, that is really good news but I'm sure they can fit some more people in because they've only done like the intro week and uh so the follow, you know they're starting proper this week if you've got someone who could be on the course invite them pray before you do it and then just just go and get on with it what's the worst that can happen they say no in which case you move on and invite them out for coffee or something whatever um, and uh we've also uh, i pitched out this idea of that that jesus has died for every single person in western all 7,000 of them. The ones that you like and the ones that you don't like. The ones that like you and the ones uh, that don't like you. All of them. And everyone in Bath. That means that this place has got more capacity because Jesus has died for all of them. So we need to think a little bit bigger than we currently are. Hence, a random number of 750 people and the little dots on the map that you can see for the first week ever uh, Other places that you live, but not like your whole address posted up there, just generalized by postcode, um, unlike the Conservative Party app. Um, We're trying to do the whole data thing well, but we're learning. Um, uh, So, God has put you in the places in order to reach all the people that he wants to reach. Across Western, across Bath, and across the rest of the city. And we've got this little phrase uh, following Jesus and making disciples in the power of the Holy Spirit. This this ordinary call to follow Jesus is not something that we do by ourselves, but we go in the power of the Holy Spirit. And over this last uh, two weeks and the last bit today, we've been looking at habits, good habits like walking the dog and bad habits like eating all of the Pringles, uh, especially if you're supposed to be sharing them. And then we've covered prayer, Bible reading, uh, joining a group, uh, committing to a service. And uh, if you haven't filled in a form, okay, uh, about which service I'd love you to commit to. And some people are saying, but Mark, I, I go to two. I'm like... Well, that's okay. Tick home for both. If that's, you know, if you're at home, just do that. But fill in the form. And if you took it away last week in order to fill it in, well, you forgot to bring it back, didn't you? There's another form at the back on the welcome desk. You can just start again. It's okay. Freedom. It's all right. Um, so, uh, if you want to look at the form online as well, you can fill it in online because then that saves a whole load of paper even though we've already printed it. Um, today. The last habit. And some of you are like, oh no. You know what it is. It's the habit to give. And some of you are like, oh boy. He's going to talk about the money again. Well, I'm going to talk about the money, but honestly I'm going to do that in passing because that is not what this one is about. What I want to address today is a lifestyle of giving, of which giving to the local church is a little bit of that. But a lifestyle of giving. At the beginning of Genesis when Abram is called, he is blessed to be a blessing. God gives us things. He blesses us in order that we can be a blessing to the whole world. He invites us to sow generously rather than sparingly in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 6. And so, uh, you know, I will talk about the finances right up front. Let's do that. Because I started the year by saying, um, and this was on the 14th of January, if you didn't hear the talk. um, Folks, let's do the call for cash at the beginning of the year rather than the end of the year. That just seemed a better time to do it because it's slightly less painful for all of us then. Um, So we did that on the 14th of January. And the great news is, is that the finances are looking a whole load better. Isn't that brilliant news? And that is largely down to a couple of things. One, the amazing goodness of God. Two, you guys giving generously. So the finances are kind of on the up rather than on the down. That is really great news. Thank you for digging deep and giving and changing that. But it's also down to another couple of things. One is uh, the church centre is doing incredibly well. The admin team down there with Gary and Naomi and now Barbara joining them, you know, they, they have pulled in, as well as all of the church stuff that happens down there, over £70,000 worth of bookings this year. Isn't that amazing? Should we give them a round of applause? Because they've done a great job. And some really thrifty work from James uh, as church treasurer, and we're really, really grateful to him. But mostly, thank you to you. Thank you for you, to you for helping to turn it round so that as we come to the end of the year, things are looking a lot more healthy. So let's dive in and talk about, uh, giving in the widest sense rather than just the money. You know, over, over this last year that I've, that I've been here, one of the things that I've repeatedly talked about is the power of thanksgiving you know and that first habit is the habit to pray and if you you know if you don't know where to start with that the prayer, prayers of thanksgiving are a wonderful way to start you know get out of bed in the morning and step, before you go and brush your teeth or have coffee or whatever you do just think of three things that you are thankful for and thank god for them you know some of us need to work really hard on that But it's an incredibly powerful thing. Thanksgiving unlocks the atmosphere. It changes the atmosphere. But you know, giving unlocks transformation. Thanksgiving unlocks the atmosphere. Giving unlocks transformation. Transformation in your life, in the lives of people around you, and in the life of the world. Us being generous unlocks transformation. I, on, on the website, as I've written about this stuff, I've put four really simple actions. Um, mostly focused in terms of sort of church family, uh, but this is a lot wider um, than that. So just take these as kind of four illustrations, if you like, of ways that you could get into living a life of generosity. Um, but don't, take, don't be limited by them. First one, be on a team. You know, it is a team that has put together these wonderful displays in church. And they, didn't they do a great job? Part of a team that is helping to make that happen. Really, really good. There are teams that help with projection. Can any, have any of you got a computer at home? Come on, hands up if you've got a computer at home. Okay? Yeah, great. You know what I'm doing, where I'm going with this. We need you here... Please, helping in the morning and the evening. That would be really good because there's not enough folks on that team. Helping with children's and youth work. You know, investing in the lives of the generation that are coming through. Not the church of tomorrow, but the church of today. Investing in those places. Giving financially to the local church. You know, this place is not run with funding from the government. Yes, we get as many grants as we can, but that's not how it's funded it's not funded by the diocese the wider church of england it is funded by you and me giving to the local church so please do give to the local church but do so in the model that i talked about uh, in january I, i don't want you to tithe to the local church we're going to do tithing later on it's called a bring and share lunch I mean listen to the talk if you've forgotten it already um, but what I want you to do is be giving because that means you have to get all of your bank statement before God and say okay how's this going to work and that's a lot harder work than just saying oh I'll give you a little bit you know just 10% okay but give what you can what you decide before God and do it with joy no guilt joy uh, by the way, um, we, we are going to—I've just got to get it through the PCC. We haven't talked about it yet, but it'll be straightforward. We're going to get rid of the collections. Um, can I tell you why? When folks come here and we pass the bag around, you know what we don't—we we don't need the small change from folks that are visiting us. We need to fund that. Okay? What we need is for them to come and meet with Jesus. And so what we'll do is, when rather than have the bags, I know, that, I know, that, you know, the, we'll, we'll all panic together because what will happen is the collections will go down a little bit. But we'll just have to figure that out, okay? We'll have a joy box at the back because the Lord loves a, a joyful giver. Um, it's, I mean, it's easier uh, on my last church because the treasurer was called Joy. Um, so uh, maybe we need to change James's name or something. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, If there's something that you can do that is going to bless the life of this community and and we don't know about it, what you could do is you could tell us about it. Because then we can help and we can join in and together we can uh, give to make this place what God wants us to be. Or maybe volunteering in the local community. Maybe it's street pastors or or maybe it's even just looking out for for your neighbour volunteering in some way in your local... There's just four little things that you could do in terms of giving. Jesus... Uh, sorry. Yeah, Jesus. I'm not reading my notes very well. Just clarify, it's always, always Jesus or Paul. You just have to be clear which one. Uh, Jesus says, freely you have received, so freely give. Not under compulsion, but freely. Um... I wonder whether um, you, you see the thing is I, I don't want you to pick up from this that, that you've got to go and do something what I want you to pick up is the heart of it um, I, I want you to pick up the habit of living generously of being a giver and to do that you need to understand cups Um I don't know whether you've ever had little people in your house and you've asked them to help lay the table. Uh, this has ever happened. And you put, you put a big jug of water on the sideboard and their task is to get the water from the sideboard to the table. Okay? Um, and it works really well with small beer. You know, even up till 10 or 11, somehow they don't, they don't know the mechanics of how this is supposed to work. So they, they get the jug from the sideboard... And they cuddle the jug of water in order to be very careful and not spill it, and then they walk like this. And of course, the water goes everywhere. That's not how this works. We have these kind of great levers here, okay? That kind of you know just they're they're um, what are they called things? Handles these ones arms, you know. Suspension is the word I was looking for. This is like suspension for the jug of water that you're carrying, which means it doesn't get spilt. Whereas if we try and cling on to it, it makes a mess and it goes everywhere. If you are living in such a way that you are just clinging on to your stuff and fighting for your own little corner and defending your patch of the world so that you can get through life and not be quite as fearful as you were yesterday all that's going to happen is you'll spill the water everywhere and you'll have less than you did before but there's another way to live which is arms outstretched ready to share ready to be refilled Living generously. Not like this, clinging on, defending your patch, but living generously. And folks, that's the bit that I want you to get hold of this morning. Not the not the extra list of things to do. In Psalm 23 it says this, My cup overflows. The idea in the Bible of having a cup is that the cup holds the good things uh, that are going on in your life, the blessings from God, as well as the things that are really tough. And that stuff overflows from us. We can choose to be the kind of people that overflow with the good things that God is putting in us. And the more we choose for that to happen, the more He pours in. Don't mishear me. I'm not saying that you're going to be super wealthy. That's not how this works. I'm talking about more of Him. More of Him. Are you prepared to live generously, with what He's given you. It's more blessed to give than to receive, says Jesus. Folks, that's that's the simplicity. That's the simplicity of how this works, that I I want you to be the kind of people that overflow. That you don't hold on tightly to what God has given you, but you live generously. You live as givers. And that this is your habit. For that to be the case, what needs to happen is that you need to see other people as God sees them. To see the world as He sees it. Not defending your patch, but living in freedom and grace. Going into the world, looking for the places where you can be a blessing. Folks, that's the last habit. And now let me land with this and then we're going to we're going to pray for, well, we'll get you all up, but then we'll pray for anyone in particular that wants to be prayed for. Folks, I, I, I've outlined for you, you know, something that is that is so simple. None of it, none of it's new. I hope that what it does is it just gives us a, a template, a little kind of road map, so that everything else makes sense. So that the, when we come to doing the rock project and raising money for that, that we have a context for within which to work for that. That the, if you like, the temperature is turned right up on mission and discipleship. So then as we look at buildings together, they make sense and we go, yeah, come on, let's do this. But because we're doing those other things first as we follow Jesus. The last bit is going. That you and I are sent people. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone their sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they're not forgiven. Folks, God has put life-changing power in our hands. What will you do with it? What will you do with it? Will you go as he's told you to go with eyes open, seeing what the Holy Spirit is already doing and joining in? And I know you're already doing this stuff and I'm encouraging you to do it more. For us to really be a church on the way, it's simply following in the footsteps of Jesus. And as we follow grow and that growing does not have an age limit either young or old I was with someone yesterday and I was almost in tears as I heard from them an older, an older person who I know I was almost in tears as I heard them describing what God is doing in their life and their journey right now Folks, you you don't ever stop growing in this stuff. As we go, we step into all that God has for us, all that he is calling us to. I don't know about you, but I believe that the gospel is powerful today, not just in the past. I believe that when people meet with Jesus that their lives are transformed for the better. I believe that what Jesus has got to offer is better than winning a round of golf or getting a set of likes on Facebook. I believe that the home that he's got to offer us is an eternal one and the mortgage has already been paid off in full. So we don't have to worry. It's better than anything we can try and grab hold of in this life. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is already at work in our community. That he's already busy in Bath. The places that you work, that you commute to, the grandparents that you go and visit. He's already there working. And because of that, our job is absolutely simple. All we got to do is join him. All we've got to do is join in. I think if we do this, we'll be a church on the way and we'll stop grieving the decline of faith in the West because we'll see that Jesus is at work and that we can join with him in making disciples in the power of the Holy Spirit. It'll mean that we're ready to grow and change.